Welcome to the Piedmont Arts Podcast, presented by WDAV and powered by Ortho Carolina. I'm here with Hope Muir, who is the new artistic director for Charlotte Ballet. Hope, why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be in Charlotte? Well, um, I was working as the assistant artistic director at Scottish Ballet at the time when the job was advertised here in Charlotte. And I felt it was a good opportunity to, um, to challenge myself in a company that had familiar repertoire to the, the kind of work that I was um, doing at the time and uh, a similar size to the kind of companies that I had grown up in as a performer myself. So um, came here, saw the city, saw the company perform, and then ultimately decided to apply for the job, and I was appointed in July this year. Nice. Was there anything in particular about Charlotte or Charlotte Ballet, or were you just looking to move? It felt familiar, the company, to me, um, but the city itself was really... um, I hadn't been here before and I found it uh, quite dynamic and I felt that the, um, especially the art scene, had the, had the possibility and the capability to, uh, where I could have some impact and uh, so that was attractive. Tell us about your background because you were a dancer, right? I was. I danced firstly with English National Ballet in London. I was born in Toronto but uh, my formal studies in classical ballet were in London. I danced with English National Ballet for five years. And then I joined Rombert Dance Company, also in London, uh, as which is more. It's actually the oldest company in the UK, Rombert Dance Company, and uh, it's more contemporary. So I was there for ten years with a fabulous director, Christopher Bruce, who's a choreographer himself. And um, then once he resigned from the company, I went and finished uh, at Hubbard Street in Chicago. So then after that, I retired from performing and then I subsequently just started staging work and teaching and coaching. And that's how I uh, ended up in Scotland. And what do you envision when you think about the future of Charlotte Ballet? What do you envision? I mean, I'm, I've inherited um, the most amazing company, uh, you know, with a strong, strong foundation in both classical and, you know, contemporary work. Uh, so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. But I, I just see building on um, what's in place, uh, perhaps expanding the repertoire to include uh, more, vo- more cho- different choreographic voices and introducing the Charlotte audiences and the dancers to different collaborations uh, in town and out of town and potentially, you know, touring. OK. So. And you have Fall Works is coming up. Tell us about Fall Works. It is. I'm very, really proud of this triple bill. It um, it. It pays homage to what has been in place before me, but under the directorship of Jean-Pierre Bonfou. So uh, I've included Apollo by Balanchine uh, with music of Stravinsky in this program to just um, say a huge thank you for what I've inherited here. And uh, I'm introducing a new choreographic voice, well, two new choreographic voices, but one serves the purpose of uh, a language and a style that I see the company perhaps exploring more of in the future. He was a dancer with Netherlands Dance Theatre. His name is Johan Inga. He's Swedish. And he has a unique choreographic voice. And he was mentored uh, by Yeji Killian, who is a very famous choreographer that the Charlotte audiences are well aware of. And I felt that that choreographic family tree would fit well here. And um, I'm super excited about that. That piece is called Walking Mad. It's two uh, R- Ravel's uh, Bolero and Arvo Pet's uh, Furlina. 
So um, that has a nice uh, combination musically as well. The third work on the bill is a Venezuelan choreographer who I've worked with a lot called Javier de Frutos. And he has extraordinary skills. He's directed film and musicals and ballet. And he was a solo artist himself, um, having trained in London. And he made a work at Rombo Dance Company in 2004, I think it was, uh, called Elsa Canasta. And I was part of the original cast. So I decided to present that because it gave me a unique opportunity to spend time in the studio with the dancers and to get to know them. And because uh, the, I'm so, so familiar with the work, I feel that I understand um, its DNA and I'm able to translate that for the dancers and give them the skills that they need to perform it. The other interesting thing about Elsa Canasta is that it's to the music of Cole Porter. Um, it's a very unknown uh, ballet score that he did. Um, I'm pretty sure the last time it was performed in this country was in the 20s. It's called Within the Quota and um, it was lost. It has, I think it, it reappeared once in the 80s as some kind of pastiche with American Ballet Theatre, but um, I feel that there are, there's only one recording that I'm aware of. And so we have uh, collaborated with the Jazz Arts Initiative here in Charlotte. So they're going to be playing it live for us. The um, arranger, Ben Pope, is going to fly in and conduct it. And um, we also have bookended this amazing ballet score with three Cole Porter standards that are, that are usually sung by women. But in, for this ballet, the main character is a, is a male singer as the host. And we are fortunate enough to have Levi Crease with us, Tony Award winner from Million Dollar Quartet. So he's going to be singing those three standards with that lovely little ballet sandwiched in the middle. And as far as the rest of the season, what can we look forward to? Oh, there's so much happening. Uh, we ha I'm introducing eight new choreographers to the repertoire this year, and so that's already super exciting. We have an innovative season in, in January that is going to include three new works, and then we move into the spring season where we have our family ballet, which is really exciting. Again, I've engaged the choreographer Javier de Frutos from the, the Fall Work Program because he collaborated in London about five, six years ago with the Pet Shop Boys. And the Pet Shop Boys came to him and said they had an idea to do a family ballet. They wanted to write a classical score. And Javier said, you know, when they knock on your door, you, you listen. And uh, he wanted to do the collaboration. He said it was very um, frightening and scary, but it ended up being a fabulous work. It's set to a lesser known Hans Christian Andersen tale called The Most Incredible Thing. And it's a very short story. It's only two pages long, but it has lots of um, lots of references and lots of morals and lots of motifs in it that are very relevant today. Uh, there's about uh, it's about creativity. It's about what happens when you suppress creativity, and um, you know there's still the happy ending at the end. So it's it's a fabulous production. It's a it's a new way to present uh, family ballets, and it has a modern twist. It's got multimedia, and again with the music of the Pet Shop Boys, it just gives that unique twist. So I'm really excited about the company doing that in the spring. I always like to ask this question because I was one of those people who thought he would not enjoy watching ballet. And then the first time I saw it, I was completely hooked on it. What, what would you say to somebody who is in this area and they may know about Charlotte Ballet, but they've never been because they think it's just not something that they would be into? What would you say to them to get them to come try it? 
Well, I think there's so many different elements that you can look at, especially with, with four works. If you're the sort of person that, if you're, you know, if, if music's your thing, um, there's so much uh, diverse music on, on the bill already. The styles of dancing in the three works are very different. I feel like there's something on the menu for everyone. I feel like we can, uh, we can please each appetite individually. And also, it's not just, you know, pretty tutus and tiaras and uh, fairy tales. There are um, um, some really gritty things. The, the dancers are super athletic. So even if you appreciate, you know, that kind of athleticism, if you're into sports, I mean, I do think that there is an opportunity to... Uh, to bring in lots of different audiences, and I feel that there is something for everyone. Well, Hope Muir, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Charlotte Ballet's 2017-2018 season opens with Fall Works, October 19th through the 21st at Night Theatre. More information at charlotteballet.org. This has been the Piedmont Arts Podcast, presented by WDAV and powered by Ortho Carolina. Thanks to our colleagues at WFAE for the use of their Spirit Square studio for this interview. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org slash subscribe, and follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College, supported by listeners like you. Find us on the radio at 89.9 FM and HD1, streaming at wdav.org or on our mobile app available at Google Play and the iTunes App Store. Thank you for listening.